T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This was a big week for legal weed in New Jersey. For the first time in the state's history, the sale of recreational marijuana became legal. I know a lot of New Jerseyans have been waiting for today, including yours truly. This is a, a moment I'm incredibly proud to see us get to. Governor Phil Murphy welcomed the moment at the opening of Zen Leaf in Elizabeth one of only 13 locations across the Garden State where you can now buy cannabis products. And as you might imagine, buyers were lined up outside the doors of each location. Pot is not what you would consider a, a drug. It's a helpful medication, and a lot of people have been smoking it for years. It's helped them with their cataracts. Other than that, it's just great. This week on 880 In-Depth, Legal weed has arrived. Now what? Yeah, I do wonder, what will this look like in six months or a year or two years? Will cannabis dispensaries be as ubiquitous as Starbucks or Dunkin' popping up on every corner? Uh, well, I think uh, I would love to see uh, more businesses pop up across the state, and I would love to see those dispensaries treated as just as any other regular uh, business enterprise in our communities. Welcome to 880 In-Depth. I'm Steve Scott. It's been years in the making, and some might say it's been way too long. But the day has finally arrived. If you are 21 and older, it is now legal to buy marijuana for recreational use in the state of New Jersey. But there are restrictions. Diana Wainu is chair of the state's Cannabis Regulatory Commission. She tells us about the rules of the road, so to speak. It is illegal to drive while high, um, and um, it is illegal to cross state lines with uh, adult use cannabis, even though it's legal in New Jersey. Uh, so we encourage people to um, use the products safely here within the state um, so that they don't encounter those legal issues. Um, we have on our website at www.nj.gov slash cannabis, we have a host of um, safe use materials and resources that people can, can look at. Um, but we also really encourage everyone to uh, follow product instructions, um, especially when it comes to ingestible products and keep products away from kids. We want people to uh, be safe while they're using the products and practice safe use. Some pot purists, if you will, have said that they think the quality of the marijuana being sold 
and the relatively high price with taxes will keep people buying on the black market. How would you respond to that? Well, I think it's important that we at the Cannabis Regulatory Commission recognize that 13 businesses um, are not going to be sufficient for meeting the demands of the adult use cannabis market. Uh, And so we want to see more businesses get online and uh, open up their doors to the public. And the more businesses that we have entering the industry and entering the marketplace, that's when you have a higher chances of seeing prices decrease. And um, that spurs competition and innovation so that uh, consumers can find products that they enjoy and that they uh, want to support. Yeah, I do wonder, what will this look like in six months or a year or two years? Will cannabis dispensaries be as ubiquitous as Starbucks or Dunkin' popping up on every corner? Uh, Well, I think uh, I would love to see uh, more businesses pop up across the state, and I would love to see those dispensaries treated as just as any other regular uh, business enterprise in our communities. Um, But in order for us to get to that point, we do need more municipalities in New Jersey to uh, be open to inviting our New Jersey entrepreneurs to set up businesses in those jurisdictions. Uh, Right now, um, there are, I think, some municipalities that are still very much reluctant to uh, have cannabis businesses in their towns. Um, And there are a variety of reasons that town officials may uh, take that position, but I do think that some of them are just waiting to see what happens at the outset so they can uh, then develop their own informed approach to see what's right for their communities. Do you have any concern that the demand for recreational pot might negatively impact medicinal users? Will the demand outstrip the supply? a good question, and I know that is a question we've heard a lot of the CRC, um, but because we do believe that patients need to come first, we are requiring all of our medicinal cannabis businesses, um, even the ones that are uh, opening up to adult use consumers starting tomorrow, that they have to keep patients as priority number one. So our dispensaries are supposed to protect patient access to their medicine. And so patients should be uh, aware of or looking out for information at their local dispensary that could include um, patient-only business hours, the ability for patients to reserve products ahead of time, uh, patient-only parking spaces, and ways to get patients into the dispensary and out the door with their purchases expeditiously without having to wait in long lines. While some people have been smoking pot for years, the legal status might bring new users into the mix. Wainu has some advice for the uninitiated. My number one advice would be to uh, practice patience and follow the product instructions. Uh, i We've seen across the country that, especially when it comes to new users, uh, sometimes they can expect the effects of cannabis to kick in um, 
faster than they actually do. And uh, some people may uh, wait uh, just a few minutes or half an hour for the to feel the effects of cannabis. And if they don't, they'll um, ingest more. And we caution people against that. Right? So if the product that you're purchasing uh, indicates uh, a dosage amount, follow the dosage um, and just be patient. Um, we don't want people to overconsume, uh, and we want people to practice and really develop a habit for uh, for safe use. We want to make sure people are following safety guidelines. Uh, and again, I'll just underscore the need to keep products away from children. Don't drive while impaired and don't cross state lines with cannabis. We want to keep people safe and in New Jersey and uh, a huge milestone, and we want to make sure it's a successful one, but we need our consumers to help us make that possible. Hours before the doors opened at the facility in Bloomfield, customers were lining up around the block. Buyers told WCBS reporter Sean Adams there is no reason for critics to be fearful. Pot is not what you would consider a, a drug. It's a helpful medication, and uh, a lot of people have been smoking it for years. It's helped them with their cataracts. Other, other than that, it, it's, it's just great. This came right on time, and this may help a lot of people get off hard drugs, you know what I mean? Because the people that who's on hard drugs, they really should... Um, take a chance and try this, you know, and maybe it can live a little bit more longer, you know, because hard drugs are going to take you out. I'm, I'm not buying this. I'm not a scientist, but it's natural. There are no negative, there, uh, you know, physical or mental effects unless you already have uh, certain mental issues. I mean, it's it literally it helps people with epilepsy, um, CBD and hemp in general. Um, it's just another form of it, so THC is, um, you know, for the for the pleasure aspect. I mean, there's there's, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You're not going to overdose. No, yeah, it's medically impossible. While some towns decided they want no part of this blooming industry, others are excited to partake. Maplewood has had a medical dispensary for almost a year. The Apothecarium is now selling to recreational customers as well. Mayor Dean Daffis tells WCBS reporter Peter Haskell, this is a big deal. Well, it's history in the making for our state. Uh, Finally, this product, which has incarcerated, incriminated, and even taken the lives of far too many people before, is finally legalized and decriminalized. Uh, We're really excited about it and especially thrilled in Maplewood that our existing medical dispensary, Terra Ascend Apothecarium, uh, received a license from the state to engage in retail sales for adult recreational use. Uh, We've been working with them to uh, make sure that they're prepared to meet the demand. We understand that once uh, recreational use becomes available and knowing the very few spots that have received licenses throughout the state for recreational retail sales at this point. The demand is going to be really high. Uh, We expect that that initial demand for the first couple of weeks will probably taper off 
you know, in the coming weeks, but we wanted to make sure that they were prepared. So that we were working with them and our law enforcement personnel uh, to make sure, and our business district, to make sure that, uh, you know, there will be no issues with respect to traffic, uh, pedestrian safety, public safety, and so on and so forth. And we think that we have a plan in place that should meet the need, uh, but we've never been here before. Daffa says the pot shop has been a great addition to the town's business district. We had their grand opening in, in our town uh, almost a year ago, last May, early May last year. Uh, and in the past near year, uh, they've been terrific uh, in serving patients safely, uh, inclusively, welcomingly, no stigma. Um, and they have the capacity to serve a lot of people. Uh, it's a large facility. It's a well-done facility, well-designed. Uh, the security is top-notch. Um, and we haven't had many complaints other than uh, occasional um, parking issues along an existing very busy uh, business corridor. And we're working with them uh, on that. We want this to be good for our small businesses. We want people who will be signing up for recreational use to patronize our businesses while they're waiting for their turn in line uh, to have lunch at the co- at the diner or grab a cup of coffee, uh, check out some of our unique retail stores, it, it, including the General Store Cooperative, uh, a couple of doors next door, literally, to them. In terms of the benefits for the town, do you have any sense of how much money this is going to bring in and how will this help the town? Well, that's a really good question. So, first of all, you know, we are a very progressive town. Uh, We have a lot of community groups who are very civically engaged and very active, and we're out in front in all of the social justice issues uh, in the state of New Jersey. Our little mighty town is small but mighty. Um, So, for us, number one was that uh, we have always been advocates. We have always been out front and center even three, four years ago when the initial legalization legislation was being argued, uh, I myself testified in favor of the legislation at the time uh, at the State House in Triton. Um, that legislation didn't work out, and we are where we are today. Uh, we're glad that we're here. Uh, but, you know, the other benefit to the town is economic benefit. Uh, the Any host community according to the rules, is allowed to receive a 2% uh, excise tax from annual retail sales of the apothecary or any business. Um, and we intend to use a percentage of that uh, income, that revenue coming from the apothecary into the town coffers. We intend to use it uh, for social justice programs and mutual community aid um, and other issues that we're, we're also trying to tackle in our town. Um, and, you know, that's the other part of the apothecarium's uh, being a good neighbor already in the past year. They have already invested in the community and shown that they're just not here to make money from us, but they're here to also be vested in our community success. They've uh, sponsored community events. Uh, they've hosted important informational webinars and programs. 
Uh, they're contributing to our local municipal alliance, which is a substance abuse and drug uh, education program in the schools. Uh, they've already done webinars uh, on how to expunge your previous record uh, for those who've had uh, a cannabis, a marijuana uh, conviction against them. Um, and they're working with reentry programs uh, to diversify and make sure that they have a diversity and inclusion program uh, and to work with our local library in recruiting locally. So all of these things show that they're committed to the community, that we're partners. Uh, so we're helping them and they're helping us. Dean Daffis would not venture a guess as to how much money the town might collect. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The apothecarium had been handling about 100 medical patients a day. It now expects to serve more than five times that amount. There had been concerns raised about supply issues and medical users being squeezed out. That was one reason legal sales were delayed. Company VP Chantel Elsner tells our Peter Haskell there is sufficient inventory. Terrace End at Large is really well positioned for supply in the state of New Jersey. Our dispensaries offer a robust product assortment for medical patients and consumers. Of them, Kindtree and Valhalla, plus additional third-party brands. Our operations team has a clear plan to maintain a reliable supply of medical cannabis, and all of our products are tested by third-party labs. If someone is new to this, they come in here, what form does this marijuana come in? So we have multiple form factors. We have flour, we have vape cartridges, we have syringes, we have medicinal lozenges, and soon we will be releasing concentrates. What do you do to make sure that the medical patients don't get boxed out? So at the apothecarium, patients have and always will continue to come first. We have guaranteed express access to the store and dedicated inventory. We have patient-only shopping hours exclusive online ordering, dedicated registers, and express pickup. We have patient-only parking, and we offer loyalty programs and promotional pricing. One big concern about the legalization is safety, especially when it comes to impaired driving. A breathalyzer can determine if someone has had too much to drink, but it can't do the same when it comes to smoking weed. Sayreville Police Chief John Zabrowski is president of the New Jersey Association of Chiefs of Police. He spoke with our Sean Adams. 
particularly early on, states that adopted uh, legalized cannabis saw uh, an increase in motor vehicle crashes uh, in the first few years in which uh, the marketplace opened. And I think part of that is because the consumer doesn't understand what impairment would be from from the cannabis and that it's not the same. uh, Your body doesn't metabolize it the same as it does alcohol. So the effects could be very short and very quick where the effects could be actually long term. So you, you, I would really caution anyone not to get into a motor vehicle if they've uh, if they've ingested cannabis because you're not really sure what that impact will be. Uh, obviously, there are certain signs of impairment for for alcohol, uh, and they're at times similar for marijuana. We have uh, expert police officers that are DREs, uh, drug recognition uh, experts, who um, are specially trained uh, to be able to detect impairment. The, the problem we have, though, is we're only limited with the number of those DREs. And I think in New Jersey at this point, it's somewhere is about 500 for the entire state of New Jersey. So uh, it, it does present a significant challenge for us. On the matter of cops and weed, the situation is hazy. The state attorney general has said cops can't be banned from using pot even when they're off duty. But some municipalities are skeptical. Jersey City Mayor Steve Fulop is very clear. Cops and cannabis should not mix. First, I think it was a mistake in the legislation in that every other state that legalized cannabis had a carve-out for law enforcement. And uh, it's different than consuming alcohol because cannabis stays in your system longer. Uh, Alcohol, you could test immediately if somebody's impaired on the job. Cannabis, you cannot. And, uh, you know, the trust between the community and Law enforcement is fragile, and we're going to abide by what we have been doing for the last several decades, which is no use of cannabis by law enforcement. Mayor, I saw the directive that you tweeted out today, and we wondered if this would stand up in court, but actually this is an ATF uh, gun ownership thing, right? Cops have to buy their own guns, but it's illegal for a gun owner to use marijuana. Is that the gist of it? Yeah. So, you know, the DOJ and the ATF, both federal, um, have said that when you acquire a handgun, you have to attest to the fact that you're not using any illegal substances per federal law. Cannabis is part of that. And uh, a police department knowingly allowing people to carry a firearm that are using that would be in conflict. So, you know, we want to be clear with our officers that this is the expectation. And if you're using cannabis, even off duty, um, you know, you could expect some repercussions. And and from my standpoint, I just want to add one thing that it, to me, like certain employers should have some discretion in certain professions. Like an example would be if uh, you're going for a surgery tomorrow and I told you that your doctor potentially was using cannabis an hour ago or maybe a week ago, we can't tell. How would you feel about that? Or a pilot that you're getting on a plane with, if I said the same thing, how would you feel? So there's certain professions that should have more flexibility. This seems to be an unforeseen consequence of legalized pot that no one really noticed until pretty recently. Do you fear there might be more unforeseen complications that are going to pop up? Okay, I think there's going to be some growing pains. I mean, in Jersey City, 75% of the city uh, voted in favor of legalization. But, uh, you know, we definitely see pushback as we see consumption lounges and dispensaries surfacing in the city with applications. So um, there's a little bit of nimbyism, a little bit of people not thinking through the repercussions. And then I think the legislature probably missed some carve out like law enforcement when they did it the first time. And eventually it'll be have to be cleaned up. For longtime users, this era comes with a higher price tag. Chris Goldstein is with Normal 
the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. He spoke with WCBS afternoon anchor Michael Wallace. So the average cost of an eighth of an ounce, which is 3.5 grams, was 45 to $60 plus tax. And for those of you who aren't regular consumers, that's maybe three or four joints. And how does that compare as opposed to the, shall we say, uh, previous suppliers that most people are using? Yeah, our legacy market and our legacy uh, folks are still out there and they definitely beat those prices. Uh, That's about double what you'll pay in the legacy market today here in New Jersey for a pretty similar and decent product. Um, Again, legacy market comes without a tax, but nobody checks IDs there either. So we're hoping that more of these dispensaries actually come online. Do you think as more of them do come online that people will uh, be willing to go to them, even though they charge more than their usual supplier? I think that there's going to be a big novelty to it. It's legal for the first time in a century here in New Jersey, and there's just a lot of people interested in trying out the process. Medical marijuana dispensaries have been around in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania for over a decade, but that's a very limited population of patients. So everybody else who's been driving by and seeing these places, yeah, there's a lot of curiosity. We've been talking about the prices. How about the quality? What are you hearing about that? That's a a mixed bag. It's sort of like the legacy market. Um, Unlike the legacy market, I can walk into my dealer's house and smell the product and take a look at it, maybe handle a couple of buds. You can't do that in a legal dispensary. So basically, customers are left to look at the label, try and figure out what price works best for them versus the potency of certain cannabinoids. But yeah, most consumers shop by price and potency, less by strain name or anything else. I'm trying to get a vibe from you. Are are you in favor of this kind of state-run marijuana dispensary system, or do you fear that price and quality are going to suffer here? Uh, These same operators have had nearly a decade to deliver better prices and better quality to registered medical marijuana patients who have serious health conditions and even pay for a registration card every year. Unfortunately, I haven't seen them deliver those promises. So I can't say that they have a good track record as we move into adult use. Now, the real hope is the more than 100 conditional use licenses that are out there. What we're thinking about is craft cannabis, small producers. Maybe when these small producers uh, start coming online, we'll see the really high quality product, the kind of stuff that we've all been waiting for. New Jersey's new legal weed market means the state could soon have a different, more mellow vibe. We'll be watching. That's it for 880 In-Depth for this week. Our executive producers are Tim Scheld and Peter Haskell. 880 In-Depth gives us a chance to take a deep dive into an issue important to our community. You can find us at WCBS880.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your audio. I'm Steve Scott. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.